on this episode, The Mineral of Sexual Arousal. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for listening. Today on the show, we're going to talk about a mineral, which is not only crucial for uh, almost everything that's happening in our body, uh, but very important and directly related to sexual arousal in a very interesting way. Before we dive into the rest of that, a quick reminder that I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or feedback, or you'd like to discuss coaching with me, shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439, or you can look in the show notes for a number of other ways to contact me, including a link to Holistic Alpha Inner Circle, our private membership community. I would love for you to join us there. So let's talk about this. Now, the mineral that we're going to talk about is actually potassium. And I know that potassium is something that may not seem terribly exciting. It's something that you have uh, certainly heard about before, but maybe not given very much attention to. And I think it's time that that may need to change. So first of all, what is potassium? Potassium is actually a mineral. It reacts when it's exposed to water, uh, which makes it an electrolyte. So electrolytes, because of their electrical reactivity, are minerals which regulate the electrical systems of our body. These include potassium, magnesium, sodium, calcium, and phosphorus. Potassium is required by literally every cell in the body. It is integral integral to producing cellular voltage, literally the electricity of our body. Specifically, potassium and sodium work together in something called the potassium-sodium pump. Basically, uh, potassium in the cell interacting with sodium outside the cell to essentially produce cellular voltage. Most people consume too much sodium in relation to potassium and far too little potassium overall. So what matters is not only how much of these things that we have, but in what balance they are. And most people, uh, especially in today's world, are consuming far too much sodium uh, in relation to potassium, again, and far too little potassium overall. So because it is integral to cellular function and the conduction of electrical energy in our body, potassium has a huge range of effects. This includes helping the body balance fluids, sending nerve signals, and regulating muscle contractions, among others. So without enough potassium, you will feel weaker, among other effects. Bottom line is that potassium is absolutely crucial, and it's almost certain that you're not getting enough. And we'll talk in a few minutes about how this specifically plays into sexual arousal. But first, let's talk about some of the impacts of potassium and what having too low of a potassium level can do. The first one is dehydration. Insufficient potassium is actually one of the key drivers of dehydration, which has a host of downstream negative effects. Potassium also, because it affects the nervous system, low levels of potassium can cause a wide range of effects in the brain and in our not only the function of our mind, but even our emotions as well. Low levels of potassium negatively affect muscle contractions because they are critical in the process of muscle contractions, um, especially the contractions of the heart. So low potassium 
can actually be extremely dangerous and an absolute disaster for heart health and in fact is probably a uh, a contributing factor if not uh, a cause but at least a contributing factor in a lot of heart disease uh, low levels of potassium can also cause blood pressure to rise and this is exacerbated in cases where sodium intake is too high because again this balance is important so most people are in this place of too much sodium and too little potassium that exact mixture is basically a recipe to raise blood pressure so potassium rich diets have been shown to reduce blood pressure an analysis of 33 studies found that when people with high blood pressure increase their potassium intake their systolic blood pressure decreased uh, and their uh, diastolic blood pressure decreased as well potassium can also affect the risk of stroke because of its critical nature for the nervous system in another analysis of 33 studies including 128,644 participants science found uh, science scientists found that people who ate the most potassium had a 24% lower risk of stroke than people who ate the least. Low levels of potassium can also decrease bone mass. Uh, interestingly, studies show that a potassium-rich diet may help prevent osteoporosis by reducing how much calcium the body loses through urine. In a study of healthy women aged 45 to 55, Scientists found that people who ate the most potassium had the greatest total bone mass. Low potassium can also lead to kidney stones. In a four-year study in 45,619 men, scientists found that those who consumed the most potassium daily had a 51% lower risk of kidney stones. But let's talk about one of the most interesting impacts, and that is that one of the biggest effects of potassium is its role in arousal. So sexual arousal is based in a process that happens in a part of the brain called the hypothalamus. Uh, Rockefeller University researchers analyzing the sexual arousal of rats found that potassium ions, which is basically just the form of potassium once it's in the body, that potassium ions are crucial in this process in the hypothalamus. Using a technique called whole cell patch clamp, they found that norepinephrine, uh, which is basically a neurotransmitter, uh, prevents the exit of potassium ions from the group of hypothalamic cells responsible for arousal. With potassium locked inside the cells, the cells fire pulses of electrical activity, which then triggers the rest of the arousal process to activate. So what does this mean? For our purposes, it means that if our body has insufficient potassium, which again, most do, it will directly affect our sexual arousal. So I came about this understanding uh, really because of a personal experience. I had no idea that potassium was related to this. Uh, I did know that, of course, I've known for a long time that potassium is, port is important. However, it's been one of those things that's kind of been off my radar and I haven't really specifically tracked it. And as it turns out, my potassium intake was like the vast, vast majority of people far too low so recently i upped my potassium intake uh, primarily via bananas but it's not the only way and even though you might be thinking of bananas when you think of potassium there's actually many 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 foods that are higher in potassium 
than bananas. So this is not all about bananas, but I started eating a lot more bananas. And one of the things that happened with that and a couple of other changes is that I increased my potassium intake significantly. And one of the things that I totally was not expecting, but immediately felt was a real change in my arousal, kind of all of the aspects of that. So uh, in terms of drive and desire, in terms of erections, in terms of just the sexual energy in my body, the electrical feel of it actually felt different, significantly different. And one of the benefits of the way that I do things sometimes, especially with diet, which some people think is kind of crazy, but I tend to be, uh, you know, I go all in with things, first of all. And the other thing is I eat the same foods day after day after day uh, with testing along the way, right? But a lot of times I'll go through these stretches where I eat the same foods day after day. And one of the things that happened when I started switching some things and ended up getting more potassium is all of a sudden I was like, whoa, this impact in my arousal and just sexual energy in my body is significant. So I started a dive, a research into figuring out why this was the case. And as it turns out, potassium is indeed absolutely critical to sexual arousal. So the bottom line with this is that 98% of people have insufficient potassium intake. And this means that that's prob that probably includes you. And that also means that it's very likely that insufficient potassium is having a negative impact on your sexual health. Now, you may be feeling like you're in a really good spot as far as your sexual health goes, but one of the interesting things with our health, our mind, our body, is that we get used to the way that things are, and even when they're good, sometimes when we make a change, we'll realize, wow, I didn't actually realize how much better things could be. I've had that happen so many times in the course of the last 10 or 15 years where I thought that I had gotten to a pretty good place and then I tested other things, tried other things and realized, wow, I'm, I feel way better in whatever way it was, right? But that kind of process where even though we think we're doing well, sometimes there are things hiding in there that are actually dragging on us more than we think that they are. And when we change those things, we can all of a sudden feel a lot better. And I think it's very possible. In fact, I think it's likely that a lot of you, if you look at your potassium intake and increase your potassium intake, will feel, among other benefits, will feel a change in your sexual energy uh, as well as your overall energy and power. So uh, how much potassium is enough and where do we get it? Well, estimates of paleolithic diets, basically estimates of the diets of our ancestors, uh, guessed that they were consuming around 10,000 milligrams or more of potassium per day from food. Current recommended minimum daily amount by some international organizations is 4,700 milligrams. Uh, here in the U.S., there is no official RDA, no official recommended daily amount uh, for potassium, but there are, uh, as I said, a number of international organizations that recommend a minimum of 4,700 milligrams. And again, if we look at people here in the US at least, less than 2% of adults are getting at least 4,700 milligrams per day. So 4,700 milligrams is the baseline that we should be getting. However, anyone engaging in hard 
physical training, if you're working out on a regular basis, will need more, especially depending on the amount that you're sweating. But even just physical exertion itself will increase your needs because, again, one of the uh, ways that potassium plays into the function of your body is in muscle contractions and your nervous system. And all of that is stressed more when we're training hard, right? So if you're working out more, your needs for potassium are going to be higher, especially if you're sweating a lot. So where to get potassium from? As I mentioned, bananas. However, there are many sources of potassium. Nearly all fruits and vegetables contain potassium. Uh, certainly some have higher amounts than others. Meat contains potassium as well. This is really a case where tracking your food will come to your aid. There is such value in tracking your food so that you can start to understand and test and dial in what it is that you're eating. So I would recommend downloading either MyPlate or uh, Chronometer and track all of your food and look at the micronutrient details and see how much potassium you're getting. Then start tweaking things that you're eating to raise your intake to at least 4,700 milligrams and more if you are training hard. Now, one common uh, food, again, that people think of when it comes to potassium is bananas. While there are many other foods that are actually higher in potassium than bananas, um, bananas are fantastic as they include many other beneficial things, including magnesium in solid amounts, B vitamins, <clears throat> excuse me, and tyrosine. Tyrosine is actually a precursor to dopamine in the body. So bananas overall are basically a feel good energetic food because of a lot of the micronutrients they contain. They have uh, and can have powerful effects on both body and mind. But again, there are many, many sources of potassium. Don't make this all about bananas. You might hate bananas. Okay, find sources of potassium, figure out how much potassium that you're getting and start making sure that you're getting enough. Now, one question that comes up with potassium is the idea of getting too much. For some reason, there's this idea floating around, I think that a lot of people have, that somehow potassium is dangerous or you're going to get too much. However, it's actually very uncommon to get too much potassium. Indeed, it's uh, somewhat rare. It happens almost exclusively through one of two ways, either potassium supplements uh, or through uh, reduced kidney function or chronic kidney disease. So studies have shown and the evidence basically shows that it's almost uh, impossible to get too much potassium from foods because our body can excrete potassium in urine. Any excess amount will be excreted that way. So as long as our kidneys are functioning normally, we will not get too much potassium from food. The risk of low potassium is significant. The risk of too much potassium is almost non-existent, like I said, except in the case of reduced kidney function or supplements because the supplemental form of potassium, this is another case where, uh, where the supplement forms of things just do not do in our body what the food form of things do. And that's definitely true here with potassium. So the form of potassium that is, uh, that's in supplements is different than the form in food, it is potassium chloride that is used in supplements and potassium citrate that is uh, that we get in food. So they're entirely different forms of potassium. Again, they react differently in the body. For this reason, potassium supplements are actually pretty strictly regulated 
You cannot get a potassium supplement now with more than 99 milligrams uh, in it. And that is because, again, the supplement form can actually be somewhat dangerous. On the other hand, the food form is most definitely not dangerous. And if you have uh, normally functioning kidneys, you are not going to get too much potassium from food. So you guys, I would highly recommend a couple of things. Number one, track your food. This is one example of many, which is that by tracking your food, you start to unlock things. You start to figure out changes that you can make that benefit your life, right? And just simply through the process of tracking already makes you more intentional about what you're eating. And then it starts to bring that awareness. And the more awareness that you have, the more you can make improvements. So start tracking your food. Use either MyPlate or Chronometer, both apps widely available, both very good. Start tracking your food, figure out how much potassium you're getting, and start getting as a minimum 4,700 milligrams per day. Now, again, this comes from real food. You know where you're not going to find potassium? You're not going to find potassium in processed, boxed crap. You're not going to find potassium in fast food. You're not going to find potassium in junk food. You're going to find potassium in real whole foods, meats, fruits, vegetables, primarily, right? So track your food, track your potassium. And I would be very curious to hear, let me know if you implement this and feel some changes because I not only felt a huge change in uh, my sexual energy, but I also have felt really significant both physical energy uh, impacts as well as impacts in my brain. My, I feel like when my potassium intake went up, it really almost felt like my brain kind of turned on more in a way that it hasn't, at least in a very long time. It was a very noticeable change I still feel it and notice it every day. It's only been really uh, a couple of weeks now, and I still kind of notice that difference versus where I was. So this is something that uh, is potentially very impactful. It really flies under the radar. Most people, uh, for most people, potassium is kind of a forgotten nutrient. There's not really, uh, for the most part, virtually anybody really talking about potassium. Uh, other than a few people here and there, but many more people should be talking about potassium because it is hugely impactful, uh, both in a positive and a negative way, right? We saw with some of the things we talked about earlier, what a, uh, what a drastic negative impact low potassium can have. And on the other hand, as I've described some of these ways, there is a very significant upside to, um, to what this can bring to our life in an immediate acute way, right? This is not something where we wanna increase potassium so that we don't have heart disease in 15 years. We do wanna increase it for that reason. But this is also something where you increase it and within you know, a day, two, three days, four days, you might be feeling significantly different in your physical energy, in your mind, and again, in your sexual arousal. So pay attention to your potassium Thank you for listening again, and uh, again, feel free to reach out to me, 801-742-1439. I'd love to hear your experiences uh, with potassium, and if you uh, put that to the test and what you end up experiencing from that. And again, join us for Inner Circle. Go to 
Uh, you can go to holisticalpha.com or hit the link in the show notes and join us in our private community. I would love to see you there. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.